Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys today, especially on a Victory Monday. I got the Victory Monday shirt from Homage on underneath the hoodie, but it was a little chilly this morning, so I'm rocking the hoodie right now. So this show is going to be fun because there's so much stuff to talk about in such a short amount of time. Not necessarily this show is going to be a short amount of time, but 
it's a short week. Uh, the Niners handle their business, take care in every way, shape, and form the Bucks. It It's funny because it was only a 13-point win, and that's just such a weird statement to make. But that's where this team is for the 49ers. They have had five wins by larger margins this year than this 13-point win that they had against the Bucs. It completely dominated, but again, I don't think the score really reflected how one-sided this game was. Um, we're going to dive into a lot of that. We're going to hear some press clips from the players and the coach, uh, Kyle Shanahan himself. We're going to go over grades. We're going to go over who played well. And the poll question, love all the hashtag CCs. I struggle with the poll question, guys. I'm just going to be very, very honest with you. Uh, who's the player of the game? That's what I wanted to figure out for the Bucks because I think there could have been seven options. Uh, the four that I went with in no particular order, Brandon Ayuk, Brock Purdy, Jair Brown, Eric Armstead. But, yeah, George Kittle should be on there. Fred Warner, I thought, had one of his best games of the year. Christian McCaffrey, multiple touchdowns, doing CMC stuff. There are seven to eight guys that didn't even mention Nick Bosa, who had multiple. Like, this team, that was a dominating performance. And, you know, currently on the poll on the live YouTube channel, 78% um, Brock Purdy, 12% Brennan Ayuk. Nobody voted for Eric Armstead, um, which I, I, when, what, what my plan was, but I think I want to spend some time talking about Eric Armstead and what he was able to accomplish. I don't think people understand how dominant Armstead was this game. The dude had 12 pressures from inside. Played 53 snaps. He had 40 pass rush snaps. 12 pressures. That's more than any 49ers player has had all year in a single game. More than Bosa's best game. Um, he had the half sack. Uh, quarterback hit 10 hurries. He did have one solo stop as well. Like, this dude just played a damn good game. And a big reason why the sacks took place outside of the pocket or by the defensive ends, it was number 91. And that dude just played some damn good football. And so does he deserve to be the player of the game? Probably not. But I did not want to leave him off this because, you know, the guys in the trenches – they don't get the attention. They don't get the love. They don't get the respect a lot of times unless you're watching the film and breaking it down and seeing that, which we're going to do, even though it is a short week and I fly out Wednesday morning to set up everything for Seattle, the trips, uh, the the events that we have this weekend. We're still, you know, our Patreon channel, the 49ersrush.com. Every single offense, defense, and special teams play will be broken down. Had a little bit of a late start. Had a great coaching buddy coming to town this weekend. Uh, shout out to James. It was awesome hanging out with him. So just dropped him off the airport, which means it's back to work for Chapman. Uh, and I could be happier. I love my damn job. And I do also want to say thank you to Coach Cruz, who we got to hang out with. Alex with Seattle Faithful uh, Chapter. That was cool seeing you up there as well. In the entire hats off. Uh, I, I got headphones on. The 49ers UK faithful chapter was just, I had the wonderful opportunity to watch the game and do the gold mine experience with them. They brought 40 people over from Scotland, Denmark, and England and France. Sorry. Can't leave everybody off there. Um, and it was just such a cool experience, experiencing the, the game with them. And, uh, Awesome job. Paul Hope, Lee, you guys are the best in the business. 
Um, they even taught me some fun language to use that I can't say on this show, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but it was such a cool game. It was a really good time just being there and hanging out. What's up, Tim? What's up, Supa? Um, glad to see you guys in the chat. We even got the man, Yatsik. What is good, faithful? I love it. And, oh, Uncle Salty, who I get to hang out with in Seattle. Glad to see you, brother. Excited to hang out. Sonia, appreciate you guys. So, Eric Armstead was incredible, but he wasn't the only one. He finished with a 83.6 grade on PFF. The number one player was Fred Warner. Fred Warner just continues to stack good game on top of good game on top of good game. And what he is doing out there is nothing short of amazing. Um, he played all 71 snaps, had 83.9 grade. He had two pressures, half sack, um, one batted ball, which was huge, 10 tackles. 10 solo tackles. That's crazy. So if you look at like ESPN, he's got 12 combined tackles. PFF has 10 solo, seven solo run stops. I mean, this dude, Fred Warner, defensive player of the year worthy. And the interceptions and the sacks are going to kind of be the thing that's going to tick him up there. And I think he's slowly going to start to climb those, um, all those things. And, you know, I wanted to, this clip I thought was interesting because they asked Fred Warner after the game, Seems like you're blowing everybody out. You know, eventually you're going to have a close game. And now you've got Seattle, Philly, Seattle the next three weeks. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, the goal is always to to blow them out. But, <laughs> but hey, you know, uh, you talked about it. We got we got some great opponents coming up, but uh, none bigger than Thursday night in, in Seattle. You know, that's a divisional opponent that's um, coming off a tough loss today, but they're going to be fully ready to go. And uh, we, we got to win by any means, you know, and that's what we talk about. That's what we prepare for. And however we got to do it, we got to we got to go on the road and win in a, in a hostile environment. And I, I think that's what he said is, is huge, obviously. But whenever you look at the schedule that the 49ers have from the start of the year or now, it doesn't matter. The most important game all year has been this game. Thanksgiving going on the road to your toughest division opponent, which is the Seattle Seahawks, that's everything. And, yeah, you want to blow them all out. There's no doubt about that. Um, but you got to kind of handle things. And so th this is the most important game. And I know the Eagles, more talk is about the Eagles on the national stage for sure. No, 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 no. You got to win your damn division. Th this is everything. And so, you know, Kittle had a really good – they asked Kittle – I don't want to make this about the Seahawks, but it's just so hard whenever you only have three days to prepare for a game. George Kittle was asked about the Seahawks, and, man, anytime Kittle talks about the Seahawks, just listen because it's just nonstop entertainment. Thursday night football against the Seattle Seahawks. Short week. Um, shout out to the Rams. Good job, guys. Good job, Mike LaFleur. Um, so thankful for them. Uh, but, you know, all that means is Seattle's going to be a little angry. And it's going to be a great game up there. It's one of my favorite atmospheres, one of my favorite places to play. They absolutely hate us, and I just – what a great fan base to absolutely hate us. It's really fun. It's going to be an exciting game. It's going to be a physical game. And we have to go up there and get a, uh, get a win. You got to handle your business. You got to go up there. You got to get a win. It, this is the most important game left in the entire year. In the entire year. This is it. Um, not the home game. It is this road game right here. And, you know, I'll, I'll put this up there. This is over on CBS. 
the playoff picture currently. Now, again, this is before the Eagles Monday night football game against the Chiefs, but it doesn't really have bearing on anything because even if the Eagles lose, they still would be the current one seed. But you got the Eagles at the one seed, eight and one. Lions, two seed. Shout out to Don Burr. I saw him in the chat earlier. Um, congrats to you, man. They just keep scraping by wins. Um, but yeah, they're they're number they're the two seed. We're three seed at seven and three. Saints four. Then Cowboys five, Seahawks six, Vikings seven. Gosh, man. If the playoffs were today, guess what? We would be hosting the Seattle Seahawks for the second year in a row. Three games against those guys. There's going to be some more fluctuation. But whenever we look at the NFC standings, you look at like the teams outside. Like you go from the Seattle Seahawks who are six and four and the Minnesota Vikings who are six and five, right? But then whenever we go behind that, like there is a huge drop off. Packers four and six, really? Like the record's a huge drop off. The team's a huge drop off. Then the Rams at four and six, Atlanta four and six, Tampa four and six, Washington. Like there is just seven teams that are currently even playoff worthy. And the Vikings have earned it. I know that they just lost that close one, but like they're playing everybody very well. Obviously, they beat us, but they're a different team now without Kirk Cousins. It's just, man, it, it's tough. It's tough out there right now. And the Niners, I would argue, have kind of solidified their playoff fates. I know they've only had seven wins. But whenever you look at the first team outs, a four and six team, like you have a clear three-game lead on the teams that are out. Yeah, things can go bad. We saw three games, you know, slide earlier. But the NFC is weak. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with more than 5 million members. It's the most fun and exciting way to get in on the action while you watch your favorite sports and players. You just pick more or less on two or more players, and you get a shot to win up to 100 times your cash. It's got quick withdrawals, easy game playing, and an enormous selection of players and stat types that makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. I made my first $10 deposit and received an instant $10 bonus. If you have the skills, you play for a shot of turning your $10 all the way into $1,000. Here's what's great, too. It's available in over 30 states, including California, Texas, and Georgia. So all you got to do, especially during playoff basketball time, you just pick two players. Anthony Edwards for more or less than 29 points. You got Luka more or less than 32 points. However you see it, you just pick two, and you can get paid. So download the app today and use 49ers for a first deposit match above of up to $100. Again, download Prize Picks today. Use code 49ERS for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts 
to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. The NFC is a weak, weak division this year. It's very, very top-heavy, and we're part of that. We are part of that top heavy, and, and that's what it is. Um, yeah, right here, Ed. What's up, man? He says Greenlaw is always key versus Seattle. Pete Carroll always goes after him. Greenlaw always comes through. CEO of Seattle, baby. The CEO of Seattle. That's I've heard him called the Hawk Slayer. I love that. I love the more nicknames you have, the better. There is never like a an appropriate number of nicknames. You got to keep going. It's Apollo Creed style, right? Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. Now, um, oh, Devin, I did not know this, but congratulations to my brother. Uh, Devin's the best of us. If you went up to Minnesota, you saw him and his amazing family. Uh, he says, John, next Wednesday is adoption day. You are doing the best work, man. I really appreciate all you do for those kids. Uh, Devin, we need more of you. Uh, we need more people that care for kids like you do, man. That's so cool. And it was awesome meeting the kiddos. Uh, that was really, really awesome. Uh, very happy for you guys. Now, sticking with the top graded, Fred Warner won, Armstead two, Tayshawn Gibson played well. Yeah, one of the touchdown plays probably wasn't the best. Uh, we'll dive into that on the film. Nick Bosa was fourth, nine pressures, you know, two sacks, even one and a half sacks, whatever. One quarterback hit, he played well. Demo was fifth. Jair Brown, let's do it, baby. The rookie, the rookie, he is just awesome. And I want to start with our quarterback. Talking about the rookie Jair Brown. Now, with the NFL and just kind of the way things go, there's an ebb and flow. There's a positive. There's a negative. The negative is Hufunga's done for the year. And I hated every second. I was wearing my Hufunga jersey at the game. And I saw him. The juke happened. And he just dropped to a knee. I think it was on like second down that that happened first or second down. And he just turned and walked straight to the sideline into the blue tent. And it was like, man, dude, there's still plays going on. But he knew right away it looked bad. It was non-contact. Was in the blue tent for way too long. Then he saw the cart come out. And I was watching. And, you know, I'm sitting with all the 49ers faithful guys from the UK. And I'm like, hey, everybody watch the blue tent. I don't want to miss what's going on. And I saw the cart come out. And, man, my heart just dropped. It was just like, what a great dude. And can't wait to get Talanoa back. This is a huge loss. It is a huge loss. But at the same time, the 49ers got a rookie. Third round pick. Could you imagine this? Third round pick being good. What? Um, third round pick comes in and just balls out. And played so well. I want to talk a little bit more about Jair Brown, but I want to give Brock Purdy the opportunity. He was asked about the rookie safety and practice because he goes against them because Jair Brown's on the scout scout team every day. Jair, I mean, every all the week so far, he's given us a great look with playing safety, and then obviously with Winfield being one of their best defenders um, on defense. Jair did a great job with with just all the looks. Um, they did a bunch of stuff with Winfield, and and Jair, like even at practice, was a was a ball hawk. You know, he has great instincts and um, was just all over, just like Winfield. He gave, he gave us a great look, and then for him to go in the game and and be ready to play for our defense and um, what we ask of our our uh, safeties, he did a great job, man. So we're all pumped for him, and and. Um, yeah, so really happy for him and going to see more of him. So we're excited. Man, and, you, you know, he comes in, he plays 36 snaps. So it's not like it's a small sample size, 
There were 71 snaps in the game. Hufunga played 35. And, you know, Hufunga, that, the thing that made it even worse is he was playing his worst game maybe as a pro. Like, he was having a terrible game. So Hufunga plays 35 games, gets injured. Jair Brown comes in, plays 36. It was just all over the place. Um, he, he, he just played so f- electric and just freaking gunned it everywhere. He was targeted twice. He had two pass breakups, had the interception off the deflection. He had a 56.3 passer rating. And what they did is they basically just kept him as the free safety. They kept him single high. So of his snaps, 27 were the free safety single high. And they said, look, dude, you just stay back and you roam. We're going to move Gip down and you just stay back. Now the question becomes, you know, what's next for the 49ers there? I think that you you move forward with you have your safeties. It's Jair Brown. You trade it up in the third round to go get this dude. And if you want to watch his tape, we have it all set up on the 49ersrush.com or on our Patreon page. Just type in Jair Brown. It's hard to spell, but you can look it up, make sure it's right. Um, and it'll pull up all of his videos. That's there. Um, and so you can't just leave those two. George Odom, uh, Greg Odom, uh, George Odom, sorry, Greg Odom, Portland. Ohio State. Anyway, Odom's your number three now. Taylor Hawkins is on your practice squad. My man, Q Knight, just got released. I hope they bring him in. But I I strongly think that there's going to be some moves. But you don't have to have four safeties on your active roster. The Niners did have four safeties because Odom was special teams and special teams only. So, you know, I said before the season, I don't think Odom is really a long-term play at safety. He's a break glass in case of emergency at safety. He's a special teamer who happens to play safety, right? So yep, Isaiah Oliver's played safety as well. I wouldn't be shocked. He lost his job, right? Uh, Avery Thomas keeps playing well. Isaiah Oliver's playing started safety games last year. He started one against us and got a pick against Jimmy G last year in that Falcons game. So maybe he gets some snaps back there. Uh, but Taylor Hawkins is a guy that I would much rather see get playing time over an Odom as far as defensive snaps, not special teams. But Hawk's been here a minute. That's a viable option as well. Do you bring in somebody outside? Mm, we'll see. Um, I, I did see another safety got picked up today. So it's not like, uh, I think it was by the Pittsburgh Steelers perhaps. Um, but yeah, so I'm curious to see how they're going to do that. And with it being a short week, you and the answer this week is in house. It's got to be. It, you can't go get a guy, sign him, get a physical, get the contract. It's already Monday. You got to practice Tuesday. <laughs> you gonna walk through Wednesday on the field. Thir- no, no, no. So the answer is in the the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> uh, but yeah, right here, Tig saw that ball coming off the tip miles away. He played so freaking well. It was just impactful. To everybody, listen to Kyle talk about Jair Brown. Did a hell of a job. I mean, to lose a player like Huff in the game, and for him to come in and step it up big, um, make two huge plays. I mean, the pick was huge, and then on the fourth down, you know, where you got an all-out blitz and they just throw it up. And sometimes your biggest fear when they throw it up, it's like what happened in Buffalo um, on that Monday night when it's underthrown. It's so hard not to get a PI, and for him to not PI the guy and to get back, and from what I saw, it looked like he knocked it down. Uh, that was a hell of a play. Yeah, you got to make them count. You don't know when you're tight. And this is what the Niners do. The red shirt philosophy of everything that Kyle and John has built after those first two years. 
when the Niners, when this new coaching, Shanahan Lynch came in in 2017, it was man, anybody that got drafted and unfree, undrafted free agents, you're going straight to playing time. Then once we started having the depth built and the stars start coming out, you know, Fred Warner, Kittle, all these guys, then it was just almost impossible to kind of crack the the starting lineup or to get playing time. And so now you've got these Niners that are just like, hey, we don't care where you're drafted. Aaron Banks, second round, cool. You sit for a year. Brock Purdy, you sit. till. And when do their opportunities come out, right? After a year or when an injury happens. You never planned for that. And so, yeah, like, yeah, you redshirt them, but if an injury happens, it's go. Next man up. Most teams, they don't do that. They draft for need right now. And we're going to draft this guy. We're going to play this guy. Instead, we, we bring him up. And shout out to Steve Wilkes because Steve Wilkes has been getting this cat snaps randomly in the middle of games all season. And I think that is just so important. And I don't know. I'm pumped. Now, I hope that you guys bet with us last week. We had some shaky weeks, but, man, we had a monster. Skip the arguments with Uncle Dave on Thanksgiving and focus on what really matters. Good food, boosted odds, and hitting those turkey day parlays. Picture this, not just watching the games, but turning every second into a potential win. With my bookie, you can stream the games and bet live with updated odds throughout the entire game. Turn any game day into a payday. Now, ready to turn your up your game? Sign up today and make your first deposit with promo code 49ERS or scan this QR code next to me if you're watching the video for a sweet deposit bonus up to $1,000. Rollovers do apply. That is promo code 49ERS to claim your deposit bonus. It's not just a promo code. It's a secret weapon. Get that extra edge on the house. So, no matter what you do, bet anything, anytime, and I mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet on mybookie.ag. I've been doing it forever, and I move around like a crazy person. So, mybookie.ag, promo code 49ERS. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Man, we hit eight out of nine bets this week, which is awesome. The only bet we missed... Uh, for Sunday was the 49ers didn't score on their opening possession. But outside of that, we even hit the uh, – we hit everything. It was awesome. Um, first touchdown score, CMC, that was a 4-1 to one bet. So we made some money. Excited about that. We're going to have some more bets this week for sure, especially with Thursday, uh, to see how the practice reports go because this upcoming week is going to be crazy. The Seattle Seahawks are busted. 
Now, coming off their second division loss to the Rams, quarterbacks hurt, running backs hurt, they got linemen hurt. Like, they're struggling. Still a very, very good team. But we'll have to see what happens there because uh, I'm going to keep watching those practice reports before I put the bets out this week. Yatsik, my man, he says, all you can ask of Brown is for him to learn from mistakes and improve. He certainly did that in the game yesterday. Yeah, there's going to be mistakes. There's going to be mistakes. Safety is a hard position to play in the NFL. No doubt about it. Now, the good news is we have this guy by the name of Steve Wilkes that is our coach. And guess what? I know he got a lot of beef. A lot of beef and a lot of heat. It was all, in my opinion, well undeserved. We have the number one defense in the NFL again. Number one, points per game allowed, best in the NFL. Number one. And people are like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't even want to go into this. Anyway, if you talk trash on Steve Wilkes, if you did, come on now. You got to make sure that you go the other way and say, Man, Steve Wilkes also. If you're one of those people that were put out there to fire Steve Wilkes and all that stuff, come on, man. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Steve Wilkes is freaking killing it. The 40 yards defense is killing it. Danny says, has Kinlaw finally arrived? Kinlaw played well. He was the seventh rated player, played 21 snaps. Um, he's just becoming more positive consistently. He's not a game, you know, breaker type player. But good things are happening whenever 99 is on the field. And so you just keep those positive things going. And that's what you got to do. So, so I'm excited to kind of see what, it, what, what happens with him. But I, I think this probably is last year with us. But, man, he's awesome. And I really do think that the depth that the 49ers defensive line has continues to pay dividends. Now, if we look at... The defensive line rotation, Chase Young been around for a while. We saw a huge shift. Randy Gregory only got 12 snaps out of 71. 12. Cleveland Farrell only got 20. Where are those snaps going? Chase Young got 48. Hargrave, 50. Armstead, 53. Bosa, 62. And so sometimes, you know, last week was much more spread out, right? This week was much more, look, our studs are getting these snaps. That's what we're going to do, which is interesting that they chose to do that. You know, I don't know what the way their rotation is. I know Bosa kind of gets a lot of say in what he, how much he plays. But Bosa playing 62 of 71 snaps, that's a lot. That, that's too much, um, in my opinion. Armstead playing 53 of 71. All right. You're redlining it there. And then Chase Young, 48 of 71. That's kind of what he's been doing all, all season. So it is interesting to me whenever we look at just the snap share, um, which is a lot. Now, let's flip things because <laughs> what Brock Purdy did and what this offense did was pretty badass. And George Kittle was asked, "How? What, what are your thoughts on Brock and how he played today? Now, this clip, if you're listening audio-wise, there's a little bit of a pause because George is doing facial expressions like only you know George Kittle can. So it's a little bit of a gap even though the, the video started. But, yeah, this is what, what Kittle had to say on Brock. Yeah, system quarterback, right? It's crazy. You know, just a guy who uh, – another guy who's just taking advantage of his opportunity. Um you know, Brock's fantastic. The way that he, you know, shows up, shows up every single day. Um, you know, I like. Someone asked him about his 
uh, was his mindset. I mean, how can he be so aggressive and protect the football? And he talked about being a surgeon. He talked about having zero fear. And just that quote from him by itself just shows his maturity level and how he understands the game and what he what it means to play quarterback at a high level while being aggressive at taking care of the football. So that really made me happy to hear that. Um, but then you just, I mean, like he doesn't surprise me. Like he does that every single week. He does it every single day. And you can just tell, you know, playing football aggressively and having fun time doing it makes it a lot easier. I don't think people understand just how great of a game Brock Purdy has had, not just this week, but last week as well. Yeah, Last two weeks, six touchdowns, zero interceptions. If you're scoring that many touchdowns, throwing that many touchdowns, and not putting the ball in jeopardy, good gosh. It, the opportunities are endless for everybody. And we only put up 27 points. You know, we didn't score in the fourth quarter because the game was kind of out of hand. But Brock Purdy goes 21 of 25. There was a point in the game where he had the same amount of touchdown passes, three, as incompletions. The efficiency is off the freaking charts. Obviously finished with the perfect passer rating, which that's kind of getting a lot of the, you know, national media attention and stuff like that. And, you know, people are putting out this is the first, I think Field Yates was the first one that did it. This is the first perfect game thrown by a 49ers quarterback over 20 passing attempts. Uh, people have highlighted to me that Steve Young did it, but it was only like 12 pass attempts. And I think Alex Smith did it once with like 17 pass attempts or something like that. But over 20 pass attempts, perfect passer rating, which is just awesome. And they asked Brock. They kept asking about it. And they're like, Brock, man, what are your thoughts on having a perfect passer rating? Um, yeah, I mean, what an honor. Um. Yeah, it wasn't an honor, but you know, I mean, at the same time, I feel like, you know, um, you know, there's still some plays and stuff that, you know, I wish I had back. So I'm not completely content with just that, but I um, thought it was a great game with, you know, the guys around me, the the coaching and the, the play calling, all of it. So um, that's a testament to the team, really. So He's just the most, like, aw shucks dude ever, and he? At the press conference. And he was even asked about, man, it seems like you're two different people, but you got to play the politician role and that's kind of who he is. He's from Iowa. He's, you know, humble. He's going to deflect all praise. He's going to accept all responsibility, which I love, but yeah, like it's hard to get those like sound bites out of him. That's just not who he is yet. Maybe that changes, you know, second contract, whatever else. Um, and I had a couple people reach out like, why don't we extend Brock Purdy right now? Like he, he's proven enough. And here's the great thing about this is the 49ers cannot extend Brock Purdy you're not allowed to by the new CBA in fact you can't after this year either you have to wait until after the 2024 season is completely concluded before you can even enter into contract negotiations so that's the cool thing is you know eventually you got to pay a quarterback I hope that's Brock I think he's done enough to show but that's regardless you got to put that aside because guess what you can't extend him so you still have the rest of this year and the rest of next year to see. I don't know what the hell else he needs to do. I mean, he's leading the NFL in a lot of damn, almost every freaking metric out there, especially efficiency, EPA, you know, all that stuff. Like, he is having a damn year. And if we look at just his year-long stats, 18 touchdowns, 5 interceptions? Are you freaking kidding me? 70.2 completion percentage? 
This dude is just off the damn charts. He has a 115.1 quarterback rating. He has a 77.1 QBR. That's 0 to 100. Whatever it is that you're looking for, the kid has it. Maybe he's getting sacked too much. Um, I, I don't mind that because this was the first game, five games in a row, where he had this questionable, as he's getting sacked, putting the ball in jeopardy. He finally stopped that. Five consecutive games in a row, this dude was putting the ball in jeopardy under pressure. This time, tuck that ball, get what yards you can, fall forward. Learning in the maturation process for a quarterback is like, look, there's going to be bad plays. You're not going to win them all. Everything's not a 60-plus yard touchdown to somebody. Some of them are, but when you can limit the bad plays from turnovers, intentional grounding, whatever, to a two-yard sack while you're falling forward and not taking an aggressive hit, that's huge. Minimize the negatives so that the positives, when they do come, count. And I think that's one of the things that he just constantly keeps doing. What's up, Sean? Glad to see you in here, brother. Um yeah, right here, Sean says, Huff available for extension after this season, though. That's going to be rough. And I feel money's a big deal. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Money is a big deal. It's generational wealth. The safety position is one of the lowest paid positions in the NFL already. Huff was going to be due for an extension. You know, he still got contract year on there, but this injury hurt him. Like, this costed him a ridiculous amount of money, him and his family. And I hate it because he's the best of the best humans. You go to training camp, he's the first damn person out on the field every day. He's always interacting with kids. He's signing autographs all the time. Hufunga goes undercover to local high school games just to watch high school kids play and support. Like, this is the best human that exists, and it sucks that something like this happened to him. But I, I hopefully this is just a blip on the screen for his career, and great things, you know, are definitely there. But, man, yeah, it sucks, man. Sean, I'm with you. I want to see everybody get paid. And that's just kind of, you know, I, I say this all the time on the show. If you want to enjoy your life, celebrate other people's success and don't be jealous. And people that are quote unquote competitions to you, if you find yourself rallying for those people, trust me, you're going to be happy. Like it's, it's funny. Like there's other groups that throw 49ers parties when we go out and I freaking love that. And I tell people like I'll promote other people's events all the time for free, even if it's like against what I'm doing, because I want people to find their spot. I understand our spot, my show, this podcast isn't for everybody. You guys that are here, hopefully you like it. And I appreciate I'm seeing all the names, the repeat names. But like, man, it's it things space isn't limited. Like, I don't I don't believe that. And so I always want positive things to happen for other people, even if I don't, you know, am not quote unquote friends or might not even like that person. I still want good things for other people. And once you buy into that. I, I really think, man, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big scarcity guy, so I don't know. Anyway, I digress. I'm going off on a tangent. It's whatever. <laughs> now, let's get back to some of these uh, offensive grades. Number one, George Kittle. Uh, he finished with an 
played 58 out of 60 snaps was just George Kittle is having a month. Four straight games over 75 yards receiving. So, you know, Kittle, he was off to a super slow start. Super slow start. But goes out there, had eight catches on nine targets. 89 yards and a touchdown. Freaking just beast, man. And, and what makes Kittle so special is all of that. Guess what? The run blocking, that's everything. He had three pass block snaps, 26 run block snaps. The rest, he was out there on routes. He was incredible. Brandon IU career day. Had an 87.6 grade. You look at the stats. Good gosh. Six targets, five catches, 156 yards, and a 76-yard touchdown. That was just awesome. Like, Ayuk's killing it, man. And he's doing it on such a small sample size. He's not getting targeted like all these other, you know, quote-unquote amazing wide receivers are. He's just not. He has 61 targets for 43 catches. But... He's got 19.3 yards per catch. That's beyond big play. That is, that's bananas. And, you know, you look at just what he's been able to accomplish. Four touchdowns, back-to-back touchdowns. You know, he had a low touchdown number, but now he's up there. And so if that can continue, I want him to hit double-digit touchdowns. It's going to be kind of hard to do that. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yatsik, he, he said, you know, Whenever I do the Chapman drinking game, I digress has got to be on there. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, Flynn, John, you always say this is a matchup league. I know they only put up 14, but the defense seemed to struggle a bit last night. Do you think the Bucks were a bad match for our defense? No, I think I think this this hurts. This is going to hurt to say. Baker Mayfield had a damn good game, and when you can hold somebody quarterback with you know Hall of Fame option like uh, Evans. And Godwin's very, very good. Dude, like, you played your defense and you held them. You know, they got that one touchdown late in the game, but it was already kind of trash time, whatever. I I don't know, man. You took a great team that is playing very clean and efficient, and you forced two turnovers, and you held them to, I mean, they were at seven points going in the fourth quarter. So I do like the matchup league part that you put in there. You knew I'd read that if you if you put that. And I, I got to go back to my man, Steve Wilkes. Here we go. This league is all about, you know, each week is matchups and different things. So there we go. Uh, th- there's a couple things that I just, I really want to play all the freaking time. Um, you know, these little soundbite clips that I collect. And so anytime you give me an opportunity to play one of those, I appreciate that. Um, Ed, yeah, Ayuk is doing this on a run first offense. Incredible. Not only run first, he's not even the most, uh, he is the most targeted, but he like, look, Ayuk has 61 targets, right? Kittle has 56. McCaffrey has 52. Debo has 40. So not only are you a run first offense, you're also one of four options. And they're all basically getting about the same target share, just different games, highlight different ones. And it's just like, holy freaking cow. The efficiency in which he is operating is just, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. 19, 19.3 yards per catch? Whew. Oh, man. Um, right here, Randy says, Baker threw a third touchdown. His receiver dropped it. Ambry got toasted. That's just what it's going to be, guys. Ambry's playing well, and they're protecting him very, very well until... Hufunga went out. Then you kind of had to protect your safety instead of protecting Ambry. There's going to be learning curves. 
Like you just lost an all pro safety. And so, yeah, one of the learning curves I saw in the second half was, man, we, we've got to put, you know, Tigger is his nickname, right? So he, his nickname, whenever players reference him and whenever uh, coaches do is Tig, right? Tigger, bounce, 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 whatever. Um, and so, yeah, like, look, you, you just had to switch your defensive game plan to, look, we got a rookie who's playing his first snaps and he's playing against Mike Freak Evans. You know what I'm talking about? Like, we got to put him in easy matchup. So we weren't doing near as much cover six and protecting Ambry Thomas. And Ambry Thomas is going to get beat, guys. Like, he's going to get beat deep. He has played well. I thought he had a pretty good game. Was it perfect? It was not. But this is the NFL and salary cap era. Not everybody could be, you know, th this amazing shutdown corner or whatever else. It's, it's just, that's what it is. And so... This is just what it's going to be and what it's going to continue to be. But I wanted to play this. This is a little bit of a longer clip. Kyle was asked about Brandon Ayuk um, and just kind of what he has developed into. And as we go into this offseason with, man, you can't bring everybody back. I hope you can. Ayuk's definitely one of those guys that, man, is he in, is he out, whatever. But pay attention to the way Kyle talks about B.A. B.A.'s been great. Um, you know, it was a lot was made out of it because – Everyone talked doghouse in training camp, which I thought I was a little confused with just coaching. He was never in anyone's doghouse. Um, we were just coaching him, and B.A., going back to those years, he was, I thought, one of our best players halfway through that year, and one of the main reasons we went to the NFC Championship and um, got better last year, and he's been better this offseason. And always when you're getting better, it doesn't always show for a receiver because stats and all those results are dependent of a lot of other people. Um, but B.A.'s been playing some good football for a while, and um, it's really cool when he gets rewarded with those numbers. Yeah, it's awesome. And I want him to get paid. Uh, that that I mean, come on. I just went on a stupid rant about this dude deserves it. I hope he's with the Niners because he's the prototypical – X wide receiver for the 49ers in this system that can block, stretch the field vertically, create separation. I mean, what the 49ers front office has created through trade and through draft is pretty damn badass because you have the most prototypical Z wide receiver, right? Weapon at, with Debo. Like he's the guy in the NFL. You have the most prototypical two way running back in the entire NFL. That's CMC. You traded for him. You got George Kittle, who is the best two-way tight end in the NFL as far as block threat and receiving threat. You drafted that. You developed that, right? You've got the freaking awesome weapon that Kyle Juszczyk is and is the most versatile fullback. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like They have created madness, and they have done it with prototypes at every freaking one of these moving pieces. And I hope that they can hold that together because this what what is happening right now is pretty damn awesome. And as good as this offense is, and this is what's still crazy to me, they're not ranked as high as the defense. They've scored the fourth most points per game. We've allowed the least <laughs> points per game defensively. So, like, the offense is humming, and it's playing incredible, and Brock Purdy's great, and Kittle's great, and B.A.'s great. Defense is still playing at a higher rate, um, and I think that they were through the losses as well, besides that Vikings game, but you did hold them out in the fourth quarter, but whatever. Um, and new right here, positionless football. Everybody always talks about it, and you know, anytime that Kyle Shanahan or John Lynch talk at the draft 
or free agency, you know they're going to say versatility 500 freaking times, and it's going <laughs> to annoy everybody, but that's just what they do. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the way it goes. Now, this week, I, I keep screaming this, it's the most important game of the year. It's the most important game of the season at Seattle. And if you are coming out, we got you guys. Uh, we're hosting an event at the Press Box. Um, so the Seattle Faithful local chapter, they're going to meet the 49ers plane and buses whenever they land there. That's going to be around 4 p.m. Uh, I'll share all those details once everything gets ironed out there. And so it's just like a quick 10, 15-minute thing outside. You welcome the team in. That's uh, one of the best chapters of all the 40, and all the chapters are great. Seattle does it right. They do it right. So going to do that. Then we're going to head over to the press box at five. We're going to have a party indoors. It's going to be a great time. Um, you know, giveaways, trivia, all that stuff. Wayne's coming. Johnny Dell's going to be there. The whole rush team's going to be there. Coach is going to be there. My family's going to be there. This is going to be one for the ages, guys. And then the next day, where the press box is located, it is one block from the Dane Stadium. It is the closest establishment to the stadium, and we got you covered. Um, Thanksgiving Day food tailgate, turkey, dressing, stuffing, cranberry, all the pie, you name it, plus drinks included, uh, family atmosphere. That's going to be awesome, 1.30 to 4.30, and so three hours of food and drinks and all that stuff covered in that. I understand that it does cost, and I get that, and I get flack on that, and I, I just want to say I understand. I don't want to throw bad tailgates. And sadly, we have to pay a lot of money for all this stuff in the restaurants and the food. It's it, getting people to work on Thanksgiving, which is rough and something that I kind of don't like doing. But I want to compensate the staff and everybody the way that they should be because they're working for us to provide us an opportunity on the holidays. And so we are going to take care of people. That's what we do. So if you know anybody that's coming out, please share 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Um, as always, uh, that's where you can get your tickets and all that stuff. And if you're going to Arizona, little uh, tease right here, Patrick Willis coming with us, guys. So you want to party and meet Patrick Willis, that's going to be at the Arizona game the night before. Um, you can get tickets to get in. We can't sell autograph packages just yet, but we will soon. Um, 49ers Rush Road Trip. Uh, who don't want to see Patrick Willis, man? Come on, 5-2, baby. Um, who I haven't met before, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. Um now, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Roberto, he says, you know, can the Niners sign Young and Ayuk? Yes. You would have a lot of casualties elsewhere. You'd have to extend a lot of the money, but, you know, you'd have to extend a lot of players to push cap penalties in the future. But, yes, it is possible. There's no way you're keeping everybody. That's not what's going to happen. But, yes, it is possible to sign both of them, but you're going to hurt in some other areas. And, you know, we'll spend all off offseason season. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Fable says, what's up? I think we give the Seahawks fans a sad Thanksgiving this Thursday. Turkey legs on the 50-yard line, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Um, oh, we got a hot take in here. I don't want to go down this road, but I do like it. Hot take, Steve Young was better than Joe Montana. Um, I, I like hot takes about this stuff just because I love the discussion. I think that you could argue the 1994 season was one of the most efficient quarterback seasons of the history of the NFL still to this day. He was that damn good. Uh, Joe Montana, four Super Bowls, that's pretty damn special. But, yeah, Steve Young was great, and I, I love those takes. I really, really do. Diamond Dogs, he says, I'll see you in Arizona. That's what's up. Um, that is that is fun. That is fun. I, I like that. Um, oh, Rob D., look at this. Uh-oh. Not that much of a hot take because Bill Walsh thought so too. And a lot of it was the injuries and the age and 
you know, Bill Walsh was kind of the quintessential, like, man, get done early. Don't stay too late. And so you get what you can and all that stuff. But, man, I love both of them, and I'm sure we all do. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this show. The grades were good. Let me just finish out a couple more offensive grades, some honorable mention. Um, one Kittle, two Ayuk, three Purdy. Then there's a little bit of a drop-off as far as grades go. Trent was four, CMC five, Debo six, Valenciano putting in another solid game. Um, played really, really well with seventh. We, we go to the bottom, Charlie Warner. Jawan Jennings continues to struggle. His run blocking grades continue to struggle. Got 20 snaps out of 60, which is pretty par for him. It's just, I, I don't know, man. We're missing. I don't know what the, maybe he's, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But we're missing the Jawan Jennings that we were starting to like become very reliant on. And I know that right now when everybody's healthy and we got all our weapons out there, that's okay. He's just a luxury. But, man, you're one injury away from him being a starter. I want to see some more. Uh, I, I need more. I, I don't know what else to say besides that. We need more. But y you guys are also looking at I love this. <laughs> Rob D says, Valenciano Navidad. Right here, Ed, what's up with Jennings? I don't know. I'm going to pay attention because once I'm done with this and I publish this on the audio platform, it's film time, baby. I'm buckling in tonight, and we're just breaking down film. I want to get as much as I can done today and tomorrow. I got to get it all done today and tomorrow because I fly out Wednesday. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to do it for us today. You guys are the best. Uh, we got the John and Wayne show tomorrow morning. I haven't talked to Wayne. I don't know when he's flying out. We might not have the John and Wayne show tomorrow. Uh, he's coming much further than I am. So I'll have to talk to him, figure it out. But I'll have a show tomorrow regardless at 10 a.m. I hope Wayne's with me. Um, and we'll just keep breaking it down, man. Y'all are the best. Thank you guys for everything. And as always, stay strong, faithful. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.